So tell me why you think Will Smith should have got an Oscar for uh, that one movie he did with his son. You mean one of the two movies the no he did reversed. with his son? The Pursuit, you telling me nobody remembers The Pursuit of Happiness, Chance, you are just, just wrong. Yeah, it's where he like, is like an organ donor and he like is... No, oh, yeah. the other one. That's the other yeah, one, that's, oh, that's, seven that's, that's the other emotional that's right. one. From that's the, the other Oscar bait movie Will Smith tried to. Tried okay, to look, do. there's a difference Whoa. between an Oscar bait movie that he tried and an Oscar bait movie that deserved an Oscar, and that's The Pursuit of Happiness. That movie makes me cry every time. Maybe it's yeah. just because I'm black and you don't know what it's like to be black, Chance, but that movie Yikes. is good. That's all I'm saying. Thanks for joining us for Prepod 35. I mean, I thought it was good. I'm going to wrap it up here. Chance, go watch The Pursuit of Happiness and tell me that wasn't an Oscar-worthy performance. Is that where he's the the superhero that's um, like a a homeless person? No, it's the the one where he's he's a matchmaker. It's the one where he's a matchmaker and he matches... And then oh, he finally right. matches himself with a girl. And then eventually. he walks Wait. outside in the middle of Seattle, I think is where they're at. And then he like sees the mannequin in the street and he's like, what the hell are you doing out here, Fred? <laughs> yeah, no, that's no, a good it's one. The one that's it's the one. And then he takes the one where and tries he to make him like, look like a has dolphin. the robot friend when the robots are taking over the world and it's really futuristic. That one's called anger. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but, that's I But it's legend. good to have a robot because there's actually like zombies in New York City and him and the robot. You already did that one. Oh, yeah. And his dog dies, but oh, he's also a football humanity. player right. and gets a really bad concussion and his yes. life spirals out of control. <laughs> the aliens are also in that one and he gets handed the little cricket gun. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, he the got in things, one yeah. little fight and his mom got scared. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. When Uncle Phil died and he became a superhero with web powers. <laughs> mm, <wow. laughs> Thanks for coming to the Pod. Glad you're here with us. He uh, flew the plane real good, and he drugged that alien through the desert, and everyone thought he was cool. And then he went back to Bel Air. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's actually okay. Independence Day is a good movie. Independence Day is a great movie. That that speech towards the end is one of the few things that can make me proud to be an American anymore. Uh, yeah, when he and Martin yeah, Lawrence get true. out of the car and their like shirts are untucked, they look really hot and badass. That's Independence Day is so good. Him and Martin Lawrence. The bit is over. This bit has gone on for two minutes. <laughs> Thanks for joining us today, man. So our audience will know that. Uh, isn't it a good day to love the Lord? I saw I saw something the yeah. other day, and I sent it to Ronnie. Let me let me pull it up. But uh, it's a, a Reddit post, and I thought it was pretty funny. Or not funny, but interesting. And it says, um, also when you're when you're browsing on Reddit and you see like a news article or whatever, I just read the headline and then I move on. And I know that's just not what I need to be doing. I need to be reading articles, but <laughs> I read them like, oh, that's cool. And then I'll just keep scrolling. And then later I'll be like, hey, did you know blah blah blah? Oof. <laughs> and I sound so like well read. Um, but it says, uh, today I learned physical attractiveness has a significant influence on judges sentencing. The more unattractive the criminal, the higher the sentence results of three studies show a minimum increase of 119% and a maximum increase of 304%. It's ridiculous. It's insane. Wow. And I was just thinking about, think about all of the like buys you get in life just for being hot. <laughs> yeah. 
And I think that's awesome. It's true. I don't, I don't think it's awesome actually, but I think it's super interesting that like as humans, as like a, as creatures, we're like, oh, that person's like symmetrical face, and they deserve to get a better sentence in prison. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's it's so rough. like it's like it's uh what's it called? It's a subconscious like communication or what? I don't know. Yeah. I, Ronnie and Jackson know more about psychology, but it's I like, like calm theory that. kind of like yeah. yeah but it's like yeah. we just un we just unknowingly just like do that like yeah. someone could be like I am a really good judge and I have a really good judge of character and then they just subconsciously like base things off of just attractiveness yeah Sym symmetry it's ridiculous I mean it's like it's really sad but I mean it's kind of interesting how powerful our subconscious is you know I think like. The parallel of that being like actually manifested, I just think about intelligence and intelligence quotients and how those have been used to like limit people and to, you know, like Jeez, say who yeah. should be able to reproduce and, Gosh. you know, like all of that junk. It's like essentially that, but it's just attractiveness and we can't stop ourselves, you know, subconsciously. And like yeah. all we can do is put outward barriers on ourselves i mean that's why we have a jury but then the jury also sees the defendant so like they're also like swayed by the person's attractiveness so it's just it's weird you know it's weird that we like as associate attractiveness with like that's a good person or like you know it's like the same concept of um like why people perceive white women as like weak and need needing to be protected versus like women of color like being threats or angry it's just like all the way we view people and it's just insane dude it's crazy i think i think it's also interesting though like we've this is like bottom line best advice if we're still talking reddit that that you know they were like what's what's one thing that you would tell like what's a bit of advice you want to share with the world today and like the top one was like you are not immune to bias and like that is very true like we can sit here and talk about how you know, oh, that's crazy. Oh, that's so messed up. If a attractive person comes up to me and is like, hey, dude, I'm like, <laughs> like, like, don't you tell me that 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 like doesn't affect everyone, you know? Like, yeah. And it could be even a good looking dude. And you're just like, hey, man, what's up? Wow, that guy is really cool. Like, it's just interesting yeah. how yeah. how it's everyone. Like, it's well, everyone, you know, that well, is well, like, that way. Crazy. Like you were saying, it's like like a coworker, like yeah. like and, and when I say attractiveness, I'm not talking like sexuality. Oh like yeah, I'm not trying no, to be like oh like sexy people get it, but I'm I'm saying like literally like just good looking people. You can have a coworker, people. yeah. You can have a coworker or like a like another student in your class, and like you have no, you've never met them, but just based on like their outward appearance, you have nothing to judge it on. You're just more susceptible to like want to study with them or want to go and like work on a project with them. Are you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, it's so it's such a huge thing, but we as humans like don't want to accept that because that's very superficial. Mm -hmm. Are we, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, ethically, we're like against that. Yes. Subconsciously. It's such a big part of our decision making period. Like process. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like what constitutes attractiveness as well? Is it yes, like cultural? Is it not not just like oh yeah, cultural for sure. Uh, in in North North American culture, is it a good haircut? Is it like a cool haircut? Is it you look like you shower? Is it the way you dress? Is it like all of those things? Because even even you could be like physically like you know take all my clothes off and I don't look very attractive, but just like the way you carry yourself 
is attractive. The way that you're standing there and you're not hunched over and you have your hair out of your face and you know, like that kind of stuff, I feel like also is like, he's pretty cool. You know, you just like are doing that. If you're in like, you know, a, a classroom full of students, you're like picking out like, we should be buds. I, I could see myself being buds with such and such person, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would be interested to see um, how they measured attractiveness because, like, Zach is completely truthful in saying that, like, yeah. attractiveness can also just be cleanliness, posture, and confidence. But there is, like, ob- I mean, I say objectively, even though, like, it's hard to quantify it. Like, you could have two people who clean up really nicely, but one is obviously way more attractive the than the other. better looking person. Yeah, you know? sure, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. yeah, like, you might be, like, a... I mean, I'm going to put numbers on people, which is really just stupid. But like you could be like a, a quote unquote three out of 10 and then you get a nice haircut. You brush your teeth and you shower and you get a nice pair of clothes that fit well. And you're a seven out of 10. But you could have somebody that, who doesn't try is and is a seven out of 10. And they do the same <laughs> things and they become a, a 10 out of 10. You know what I mean? Yeah. Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thank you for liking so, my jokes, Zach. I thought that was funny. What was your joke, Zach? Is it. that all it takes? Yeah, Ryan said six for you is like a three out of 10. And they do all this. <laughs> I mean, I in some, easily in some cases, in some cases, yes. If you have like unwildy hair and you look nasty, people are gonna think you're like insane. And then you just brush your hair, take a shower, and you immediately shave. look a lot more t- um, shave. You look a lot yeah. more attractive. Yeah. If you look at someone I, and your eyes tell your brain that that person smells bad, <laughs> you know they could do more. That's you know, very you funny. Can see it. You can see it yeah. <laughs> with your eyes. Yeah. Ooh. I. I was thinking also during this, I was thinking what, um, I don't know how I, how I had the thought, but like, you know, like certain people can get away with certain styles and it's like, okay. But then like, if someone personally, you know, you're like, mm, nice try, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, like, ex- like for example, our, our, our friend, uh, in college, uh, Hayes McPherson is an NPC. He had that hat yeah the Hayes McPherson hat. hat and and it's funny because like you could like like literally you could be like walking down the street in some urban setting and you see someone wearing it and you're like oh yeah that guy has a hat but then the second your like friend has like a newsies cap and it starts just starts wearing it one day and you're like nah man take that off is that <laughs> like are you what's adding that? me right now chance are you adding me no. right now i no, had, I'm I had a newsies you. hat yeah. that i like to wear yeah, but but what I'm saying that's my that's my point is I'm saying like when your friend who you're familiar with tries something new, you're just kind of like I don't know, man. It's that I like really, like biblical analogy of like prophet without honor in his hometown. Like yeah. you start trying to <laughs> preach the truth in your hometown, people are like get out of here, Jimmy. Like we've known you since yeah. we're a kid, dude. Well, well, and like it's like your parents. It's like your parents will watch some sh- like your dads will watch an action movie with a lot of cursing, or your mom's like whatever. But the second like someone they know curses around, they're they're like, no, we don't curse. Like, that's wrong and sinful. <laughs> Whoa, dude. It's you know what I'm saying it's like there's something about happening away from you versus happening in proximity. Your yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just think that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I also think there's. I mean, it's just. Also, you care more about the people who are close to you and you have a stronger opinion. And like, obviously, like wanting people not to change either is, I guess, a part of it. But it's like, I mean, with the with the Hayes hat thing, it's like, 
he can pull it off because that's his style and he also has a small head so like it works and like somebody with a big head could try it and it's the just the tiniest head i've ever seen it just doesn't <laughs> it just doesn't work but it's like also if i see a guy wearing a hat like that and it doesn't very like it doesn't suit him very much i'm not gonna like think much about it but like somebody close to me is where i'm gonna be thinking more about it because like i'm gonna be like okay like i know this person and i'm associated with them like i can be like honest with them or whatever you know so yeah i don't know part of me part of me thinks that's that like arm's length to where you can walk in like my theory i love that we're having this conversation because it's it's just very (laughs) organic um my theory is that every single person lives in this kind of black box where we're always like looking out and everybody's telling themselves the same narrative of like why can't i look like that guy everywhere and everybody's doing it and so you're exactly right you're on the street and you see somebody wearing that hat jacket combo and in their head maybe maybe this is the first time they've ever been outside wearing that hat but you're like man i wish i could pull off that look like that guy and he's like i think everybody thinks i look like a fool right now (laughs) so it's that like outward appearance like everybody is wishing they were cooler as cool as the next guy you know dude Um, yeah that weird insecurity you know? Like Ronnie, imagine your style now. Yeah. And then imagine like high school Ronnie that wore like graphic tees from Walmart. One day randomly you decide to just dress like current day Ronnie. Yeah, it was a tr- it was a long and, transition. And you, no, but like <laughs> same same with me. I wore like like high school like our our like high school mascot t-shirts and like baggy jeans yep. <laughs> and if i just came to Bell school bottoms. with like skinny jeans and like a dress shirt or like like i don't just something like what i would wear now everyone would be like okay chance what are you doing today like you know, it'd just be like nice try yeah. <laughs> see this is why we this is why we support our friends and like i mean like you have to like you just have to be honest with people, but you also have to let them express themselves. Like I remember yeah. the first time I dyed my hair blonde, everybody was like, You look like <laughs> an idiot. But no, I was, was like, that in college? Uh, yeah, I was yeah. in college. Was that your junior year? Yeah, it was. It, that was it was it was my senior year. Like okay, everybody was like, You look I wasn't like an idiot. There, I was already gone and I was I saw that picture on Facebook and I was like that is rad. Like I remember yes. being at home and actually like turning to Elena, my wife and being like, look at Ronnie's hair. It's so cool. Like that's what I like. I, so for that moment, I just had to like hear everybody tell me that it looked like shit and then just say, I don't care. I think it looks dope. And then eventually everybody got used to it and it was fine. But I remember yeah, there were I so many it. people who were like, why is your that's hair so blonde funny. right now? You know, but you just gotta, like you said, it's like that guy with the nice hat and jacket Standing outside, like everybody thinks I'm an Glasses idiot. Jacket shirt. I'm gonna start walking up to people who look like they're shirt, trying man. something new and say, "You look hot, dude." <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, wow, that really hat like is really man. working for you. <laughs> hey, hey, you stop, stop right there. Look at me. You look hot today. <laughs> <laughs> like, I hate it. yeah. Or you also that's, try that's to like, just emulate people, like Jackson, like college Jackson, with all of your denim. You inspired me to wear more denim, Jackson. Yeah, denim man. is great, man. I love <laughs> denim. <laughs> Dude, choice okay, fabric. I'll I'll tell you straight up, like I have a Pinterest board. This is I have been building this Pinterest board this week, and I really want a black denim jacket. Oh, I have. I one. really want to get mm, a black denim jacket. Yes, and I'm not gonna be able to wear it till like the winter. But I want to get like I was like it'd be really cool to get like obviously like weathered like a weathered like worn kind of sure 
jacket, and then I want to put a bunch of patches on yes. it. But, but there are like really gross looking patch, like like jackets with patches on it. Yeah. Where yeah. like there's patches and they're stiff and they're way too bright in it. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I have a Pinterest board of like denim jacket builds that I want to try. <laughs> and I'm really That's excited sick. about it. And I and so I'm, I'm getting ready for it and I'm going to break it out. And everyone's going to be like, why is Chance wearing this jacket? But I swear, it's going to be my thing. Everybody, yeah, everybody's going to be a denim jacket. patchy jacket guy. And we're all yeah. going to say, Chance, you look hot. Mm. Really, I need to just tell my friends oh. they look hot more often. Damn, Chance. <laughs> you popping like, off a denim. I just, uh, I just finally bought a... I just got a denim jacket, like, within the last Ooh. year. With oh, the full, full Sherpa lining. Just blue. It's blue denim. Oh, I Sherpa. love those. I was, it's, I was it's in between Sherpa cool. and no Sherpa. Yeah, Sherpa's very cool. Um, and then I bought... My wife bought me, like, just the classic Tim's. For the denim on denim Tims and yeah, I, denim on it's denim like Tims, you're either a rapper or if you live where I live, you just are a farmer. Like everybody, you're a rancher. Wears, everybody yeah. wears that. <laughs> so, Zach's like, getting Tims. He's finally from New cool. York now. Zach's a New He's Yorker. Very cool. Zach wants to live his like um, Red Dead Redemption yes. winter wilderness skin life. I do. Yes, yeah. I took pictures. In that outfit, that's I just awesome. had to. I must. Wait, is that the one with you, like smoking a cigar and no, your axe? That's the members only Jack. Um, oh, but okay. the I, I do need to redo that with the the denim on denim. Yeah. I'm currently online Man. shopping for denim Sherpa jackets. Dude, uh, <laughs> denim is awesome. the every man's fabric. Denim is the every man's fabric. I I was just talking to a coworker today, and I, I was saying I they're like talking about clothes from oh well i started the conversation by saying hey did you know that because I, I learned this on reddit that uh it was a gucci or someone i can't remember but it was like throughout like 34 point whatever million dollars worth of clothes that they didn't sell and they they burned them and then i found out every name brand yep. like fashion burns all of their surplus so that no one can get their hands on it and sell it for lower price ridiculous uh, and they like sense. straight yeah and i was like oh my gosh and then we're talking about like um clothes from overseas and i said i only bought one thing when i was overseas in italy and i bought a pair of black skinny jeans because i wanted to, that was like my i want to try skinny jeans for the first time so i bought them i loved them they're like my favorite pair of skinny jeans and they ripped after like one month of wearing them. Oh. And I was like, yeah. there's nothing, I don't know. May, and this might be just the American to me, but I feel like American denim is legit. Like, I feel like, I don't know, like Levi's Levi or Strauss, like whatever. Like, yeah. there, there's Wranglers. something strong and durable about American denim. Yeah. Yes. I, I haven't gotten a hole in a pair of jeans since I was like 10, I don't think. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got holes I get in my the, jeans, but yeah, I, yeah, I get the jeans, I get the holes in like my pockets now where my phone is and stuff. Uh, like they like wear down yeah. really bad. Yeah, but it uh, takes yeah. like holes, a several years. You know? I get holes in the crotch because I got thick thighs. So no, yeah, I I get like yeah crotch crotch holes in my jeans from from like over wearing them. But like as I was saying, it's like after a month of like walking around one summer and these like Italian denim jeans, they just ripped wide open. Exactly, dude. That's what I'm saying. If your thighs don't rub, it ain't no dub. So you better get them thighs <laughs> thick, baby. That's what I'm talking about. We, we rep mm. thick boys. We stand mm. thick boys here. <laughs> mm. 
Um, Thanks. I also <laughs> looked up today. Guess how many? Guess what the world record for uh, continual oh. push-ups is? How many? What? Just guess. How many? How many push-ups do you think one man, one okay. man can do, okay. or woman, one second, <clears throat> one go, or woman? You can do I said man because it's like a man that did it. Could... But yes, I'm gonna, it's a world record. I'm put 1, my 000. chips down and say and say I was gonna say 500. So since Zach's saying a thousand, I'm gonna say a thousand and one. Oh, I think it's so much more than that. Oh, I don't think I'm so. I'm going to say 678. Guys, rem remember remember gonna, the rule about somebody telling you to guess something. If you overshoot it, their their thing automatically seems lame. I know. So let's give chance That's why I went here. under oh. what y'all said. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, 15, no, I think okay. it's actually, I'm going to say, I'm going to say okay. 4,000. I was I'll originally going to say 375, and then y'all said 1,000 and made me feel stupid. <laughs> so I said 678. I've done 375 push-ups, Jackson. Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> wow. And just one go. It's awesome. The Man, full, I'm, I'm, full, I'm already go. impressed. What I'm is it? Impressed. Chance. Okay. Um, I will tell you this. The world record currently was broken in 1980. And the, and the record that was that was 7,650. Oh Yo. And he was he was uh, Henry C. Marshall from U of A, but the record is higher than that, and it's the world record for most number of nonstop push-ups. So I will let you guys guess again. It is higher than seven thousand. Twenty k. Twenty k. Twenty k. Twenty k. I'm gonna say ten thousand. Now I'm gonna overshoot it. Twenty k. Twenty k. Ten thousand is my guess. Ten thousand one. Uh, okay, Silas, you win. Because it is uh, Minoru Yoshida of Japan and did 10,507 push ups nonstop. Oh, man. My gosh, that's insane. Amazing. It's insane. So, so I and this, I did yeah. seven. I'm trying to do this thing where I add a push up every night so that I do more push ups. And I did seven last night and I was like, Ugh, this is hard. I'm glad that's over. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So I was thinking, I was like, and I also read, it was like, I said, it said like, if you are 190 pounds and you do a push up, you're actually bench pressing 130 pounds Dang. or something like that. Like it was like, or like I say benching, but you're essentially like lifting that much weight yeah. with your arms. And, and I obviously weigh more than 190. So it's like, oh, well I'm, I'm lifting a lot of weight. Yeah. And I was like, how small do you have to be? To be able to do ten thousand of those in a row, gotta be like a like, hundred pounds. You've got to be like jacked upper body, but like weigh nothing, yeah. so that you have no like resistance. Insane. So I, I bet there are some little kids out there that could do an insane amount of push-ups like that. Yeah. Like if you ever yeah. like have you ever seen uh, uh, kids who are just like twigs go and do pull-ups? Yeah, they just yeah. do them like they're nothing because their body doesn't weigh anything. And yeah. they can sit there no and drag. do like 50 of them. They can just crank out 50 of those things. Like it's nothing. Yeah, but if you punch them, so they tiny. fall over like little tiny twigs because they're not strong <laughs> men like me. Yeah. As much as like, <laughs> I, it's like, aha, my dexterity. Like I can run, I can I can blow past, you know, my, my heavy set friends. Like they could kick my ass. And that's that. They just they throw me on the first. ground like a can. rag doll. Yes. We need to have. That's because evolutionarily, have, they're the ones who climbed all the trees and and ran away from the bigger people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We need to have we need Guinness World people. Records for people under the age of twelve. Oh yes. my that sounds gosh. a lot like the Olympics, and I don't like. Yeah, that. 
There's a lot Ooh. of things coming yeah, out. Yeah, the Olympics the actually right isn't now. too far off from that. <laughs> yeah. yeah the also, problem you, is, is parents just like training their kids in the ground yeah. and ruining their childhood. Yeah, that's why I was like, it would be awesome to be like, well, what's the world record for 10-year-olds? But yeah. then it, then you have 10-year-olds that their whole life is just some dumb record. So. Yeah. But um, it, it so sounds also, fun like a neighborhood game. Like you do it on um, the, yeah. the playground. We were talking about denim, and before you transition to your next topic, Chance, okay. I did want to say this uh, about just fashion in general. I think it's really cool how fashion is so adaptable. Like, you can essentially take any, like, time, any time setting of all time, yeah. essentially, and yeah. take the height of fashion from that point in time and you can adapt it to today and still look mm -hmm. good. Like you can take like the the tops of like 80s, 70s, 60s fashion and still look so good. And I just love yeah. people who can like pull off like bell bottom jeans and like a like a mm -hmm. low buttoned shirt and look like they're from 1978. And I'm like, dude, you still look so good. <laughs> it's just so funny yeah. how it's just like almost ubiquitous. That's all. Right. That's all I wanted to say. I think it's just interesting that we still wear well, denim. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This kind of is a transitional thing from what what you said to my thing, but um, I saw something that was like, it's like us young people are like, ooh, like, like especially like women are wearing like more like high waisted denim, yeah. like seventies mom jeans, like mom jeans are back, and mm -hmm. like 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 shirts from the nineties, things like that, and it's it's funny because then you'll see like a mom and her like fifty five year old mom wearing the same outfit. And it's just like, that's just some mom. But then you see some like twenty-something-year-old, like famous, like yeah. singer wearing it, and you're like, man, she's got style. <laughs> you could put the same outfit on some fifty-five-year-old woman and be like, uh, okay, that's not fashionable, you know? Yeah. Um. Anyways, I thought that was funny. But this is my last thing, probably before we go. But um, it says, uh, it is a, a Reddit headline. It says. Baby boomers show concerning decline in cognitive functioning. Oh, I saw functioning. This. Study of 30,000 Americans shows trend reverses progress progress over several generations. And someone pulled a quote from it and it says if it weren't for their better childhood health, more favorable family background, more years of of education and higher likelihood of having a white collar occupation, baby boomers would have an even worse cognitive functioning. So that's just the doomsday call for all of everyone our age and their sad boy phases that like basically when you get to a certain age, the basically how like up like anxious or depressed or like whatever, like you just go downhill, you know, mm -hmm. cognitively. Yeah. That's terrifying. They're like, yeah, these these are going against the, which I don't know, Ronnie, like maybe there weren't good studies of this before. And that's why it's like, oh, boomers are like not progressing like they should. Because mm -hmm. obviously the people before boomers, they weren't doing these kind of crazy tests uh, or studies. But at the same time, it's like, what if we see a trend in like millennials and then Gen Z and then you get to 50 years old and you just aren't functioning because you're so like upset or you're you know mm -hmm. i mean what yeah it's like mental health is so important and like now that we're more cognizant about mental health like mental health in aging populations has been a super huge concern like in the previous few years but yeah like we were talking about earlier it's like 
Just think about like all the all of our friends and people we know who just like stay up till three in the morning just being sad on the internet. And like, can you imagine that person at like 65 when they like can't work anymore or like don't have adequate health care? The social like security system is in shambles because America's mm-hmm. going down the drain or anywhere in the world. You know, it's like it's going to well, be kind of frightening. Boomers are kind of killing it. Because yep. none of them are dying and they're just getting more and more social Please security. Please die. Hey, hey we, can't, we can't talk about politics. No, right, right, right. Religion. That's right. This is really show. cool. Anyway, um, no, it's like, I mean, it, it's your brain is like, pre- it's pretty resilient. Like you can, you can handle a lot of stress, mm-hmm. but it has its limits. I think that's yeah. kind of what that yeah. shows. Like you no can't, stress wears on you can't brain. like, yeah, if, if you... I don't know, like if you're struggling, like you, 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 uh, you need to take care of yourself before it's too late, which is like hard, right? Like it's, it's, it's very hard to, when you're in a state of mental unhealthiness, it's really hard to, to be aware of it even enough to know, like I need, Mm -hmm. I need to fix, like I I have to get healthy or, or I'm going to go down a path I don't want to, um, which is why I don't know. It makes me feel very lucky that like I have like friends and family that can help me to realize those things. If I was completely isolated, like two years ago when I was dealing with a lot of that stuff, if I was on my own, I would have never tried to fix anything. Right. Well, and I was thinking, obviously everyone has their own personal, like, um, personal track of life, Mm -hmm. you know, and that you have your own like problems and, and, and things that you have to deal with and go through. Um, but I was thinking also of like, at least on like Reddit and like on meme pages and stuff, there's almost like this kind of amongst our age group. There's almost kind of like this um, maybe influence to kind of like that. Like a sad boy phase is really cool, you know. You know, I, I don't know. I just like I felt like whenever I had my sad boy phases, like I smoke and I'm edgy and like I'm into like art and like I like and, like I just felt like cool, like brooding and like I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's like it makes and you like, it's like interesting, and it's like I've gone through shit, like that kind yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah. And I, and I think a lot of that just comes with adolescence. Like I yeah. think I was just g- going through my adolescence phase, you know. Mm-hmm. But what I think it's good to be like to notice like internet culture and like things like that to like try to be like positive and it's like yeah we get like you may be in your sad boy phase and you may be going through really hard shit but let's not try let's try not to like glorify this like part of life and like and you might even find people that are also in their phase you know but if you stay in that phase your whole life you could there could be really bad repercussions and i didn't actually mean to take this in a negative way or like a sad way because we're into the end of this but i just thought it was interesting that it's like man we gotta our generation like we've gotta we gotta be good we gotta get healthy and be aware of mental health but not like you know so no i just i want to say one last thing on that it's just if if i don't know if you have a friend and 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 it seems like they've been in a state like that for a long time try and i don't talk to him about it like that's a lot of a lot of well not not like every time but i think Sometimes, you know, it's just like I said, like it's hard to know when you're when you're in a rut that you're in a rut and but mm-hmm. people outside looking in can can see that a lot of times. So, you know, don't don't think it's like, ah, maybe it's just a phase or blah, blah, blah. It's like talk to talk, take care of your friends. They need you. Um, what I was going to say about that is that uh, all this is true. But at the same time, one of the really cool things is that 
our generation is the generation that's having conversations about it like mm -hmm. this. And mm -hmm. we are as um, uh, a generation are talking about mental health and we are aware of it and we talk about the stigma of it, but like we all know that less and less like that is that stigma is existing. Yeah. Um, and it's important to, you know, keep talking about it until it's completely gone. But uh, we are the group that is talking about this and, and a lot of us are talking about it. And one of the other good things that has been found in our generation that is that a lot of times when I, our generation uh, and the one younger than us struggle with a lot of depression and anxiety, but um, a lot of our generation still thinks that still has hope for the future. We, and, and like we're talking about it right now, there is a hope for the future. Otherwise we wouldn't be saying we need to like be better and healthier because we do see a, a good future ahead of us if we want to yeah. go and achieve it. And so, especially with as nebulous as things are, it's good to know that our generation is trying to improve um, the future and has hope for the future. And uh, that in itself is, I would say, the happy side of this coin is that mm -hmm. us having this conversation is representative of that alone. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's pretty hype. It, yeah, absolutely. Mm. And I think, I think, I know we're super over, but I also just to slowly tack onto that and maybe to give, I mean, grace to the older generation and even the people that get out there and, you know, it's kind of this weird thing to be like, oh, well, don't, you know, don't talk about your feelings. Don't talk about your mental health. Everybody talks about their mental health now. Things are just, you know, we, we didn't do that when I was a kid. I think you're just a product of the time you grew up in a big time, mm -hmm. you know, more. We talk about that a lot, too. But um, like what a what a sad thing to not talk about how you're doing, you know, and like yeah, what a yeah. what a nightmare to have to go through your stuff because you feel like you can't talk about it um, or that you're not supposed to. Um, without going too deep into a story, I interviewed our the president of our university when we were all in college together. And he talked about when he graduated, he's like, if somebody would have asked me if I felt like, are, are you a man now? Like, are you ready to take on the world? And he says, I have been for the past four years. Like there was just an expectation that you were ready. You were supposed to be ready to take everything on right away. And without any assistance, without any whatever, like it's time for you to like separate yourself from this you know, any, any sort of growth almost and just like know how to handle it. And yeah. so it doesn't surprise me that there's decline because even if there, there was so much stress on this older generation and I mean, I think of big business and how kind of like you do it or you're out kind of thing. Like you make it happen or you're out regardless of regulation. There wasn't any regulation, but um, like you don't even, like I don't think there was a lot of people that were even aware of the amount of stress that was going on in their life. And so now it's kind of taking a toll on them, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, just to go back to what Jackson said, thank God that we are in a time where we are talking about it, you know? And if you if you dog on people for talking about it, it's a big social no-no right now, yeah. which is like, I just think that's, that's a huge yeah. silver lining, you know? Yeah, yeah. So good on us. <laughs> <laughs> we crushing it. Speaking of mental illness, let's all let's, join let's the escape NBA. for a let's while. Let's all go Pretend practice like our problems some... don't exist. D&D. &D. Let's play. Change the world.
Check on your friends. Check on your friends. Play D&D. Alright. Where your friends at? <laughs> and wear denim. And wear denim. Wear denim. Yeah. Patch denim. But Give not, not Italian denim. Girl. Well, your friends are Italian stranger. denim. Throw it in the trash. Young, Buy check you on your friends. Stranger and your tell them, hey, you're hot, man. Yes. And then walk yes. away. Normalize That's what, those are the takeaways. Why do 50s women still wear mom's jeans?